Thanks for tuning in to Mustang News on KCPR 91.3 FM in San Luis Obispo and worldwide at kcpr.org. I'm Nico Vanuela reporting from Monterey County getting you the latest updates on the Kristen Smart murder trial. First on the stand on Tuesday was Senior Deputy Jason Nadal from the Slow Sheriff's Department who participated in a search warrant of Paul Flores' residence in San Pedro on February 5th of 2020. Nadal took photos of the inside and the outside of the home during the search, which Prosecutor Christopher Puvrel put up in front of the courtroom on Tuesday. During his cross-examination, Paul Flores' attorney, Robert Sanger, established that the warrant on February 5th included a search of Paul Flores' car in addition to his house. Sanger also asked Nadal if part of his job was to surveil Paul Flores as he got in his car, went to work, and came back. Nadal said, quote, I have done that at least one time, end quote, adding that he had at least two other detectives with him when he would keep watch on Paul Flores. Nadal also said that the police put a GPS tracker on Paul Flores' car and that they also installed a camera on a telephone pole by his house. Next on the stand was another slow deputy sheriff, Gregory Smith, who participated in a wiretap of Paul, Reuben, Susan, and Linda Flores' phones from January to February of 2020. The police secretly recorded the family's phone conversations to try and uncover evidence about the case. On Tuesday, Bouvrel played one of these conversations aloud in the courtroom, which was between Paul Flores and his mother, Susan Flores. During the clip, Susan Flores told her son, quote, The other thing I need you to do is start listening to the podcast. You need to listen to everything they say so we can punch holes in it wherever we can. You're the only one who can tell me that, end quote. She was referencing Chris Lambert's podcast, Your Own Backyard, which had six episodes by the time of the phone call. Sanger established that the police leaked information about the case to Lambert so that he would include it in the podcast and added that this strategy was meant to, quote, get the Flores family to say something incriminating, end quote, that the police could record on the wire. Smith agreed, saying, quote, yes, that's the purpose of the wire, end quote. Sanger also established that the police never found any evidence of Paul Flores making up a story or manufacturing evidence during these phone calls. Next on the stand on Tuesday was Christine Black, a professional dog handler who participated in a search of Ruben Flores' home on 710 White Court on March 15th of 2021. During her testimony, Black described the process of training human remains detection dogs and explained that dogs are trained to give alerts when they detect the scent of human remains. She specifically talked about training Annie, which was the dog she brought to search the home, and added that Annie was, quote, reliable in tracking human remains, end quote. Black said that she began her search on a car parked in the driveway and later searched the backyard of the house, but said that Annie did not show any interest in either of these areas. Annie did exhibit a change of behavior when she went through the door and to the left of a lattice that led underneath the deck of Ruben Flores' home. Notably, this is where the prosecution believes that Ruben and Paul Flores buried Smart at some point. Black clarified that Annie did not give her final alert, however, meaning that she only exhibited a change of behavior in the area that was typical of a human remains detection dog when they're in their target scent. However, Black said that Annie failed to give her final alert to confirm that she had found the scent of human remains. Pouvrel suggested that Annie failing to give her final alert may have been the result of a body being moved before the search, which Black agreed was possible. Black then added that human remains detection dogs are less likely to alert to an area 
the longer the primary odor scent has been removed from the scene. Court proceedings will resume on Wednesday morning. Paul Flores is currently charged with Smart's murder, while his father, Ruben Flores, is charged with accessory to the crime. If convicted, Paul Flores can face anywhere from 25 years in prison to a life sentence. His father is facing a maximum sentence of three years. For more detailed daily accounts of the trial's events, you can visit mustangnews.net or follow Mustang News on Twitter for updates. For Mustang News on KCPR, I'm Nico Vignola.